Sweet. Sweet. Oh, man. What a what a pod today. Number 10. Lucky number 10. TC, what what are you doing, dude? What are you up to? Uh, I'm getting geared up for this pod. That's what I'm oh, doing. Uh, oh, what's what's going on in the background there? Uh, Croatia just beat England oh. to advance to the World Cup final. So we're oh, going to wow. get we're Croatia, live. France. I picked France winning at the beginning, so I think France still wins. But what, that, what, a, what a sweet game. It's a great is that, game. Is that the Breda? Oh, that's the Breda. He's right here, just <laughs> shirt, tie, and pants, grading papers. <laughs> I love it. Love that. Yeah. Wow, so sweet film talk, giving it to you live from the World Cup. I, I will watch the championship game. I'm just not really into soccer, but I will watch the championship game. I'll tune uh, in. It's, it's at like 8 a.m., so I, I don't I, – I'm, I'm barely going to watch the championship game. Ooh, what, what day is that at? at? What Sunday. day is it on? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. All right, well, <laughs> we saw um, – won't you be my neighbor? Tuesday, yeah, yesterday. Wow. And and Keeks, you were floored. You were floored I, by this movie. It just it just feels like you're given a warm hug from the very start until the like the very end. You're you know it gets to the end. I've already cried times, and they show that clip of him seeing Jeff again, and I just lost it. I. I was just thinking, can you let me breathe? Can you just let me, you know, leave this theater looking semi-normal? But nope, couldn't do it. Mm. They couldn't do it. I no, loved it. They I couldn't. loved the whole thing. What, what about you? Dude? I know. You I know you loved it. No, I thought it was a, a great movie documentary. I feel like it's hard to make a bad documentary unless it's a really dumb story and just... Uh, the transitions are bad, you know what I mean, and the interviews yeah. really fall flat. But overall, I think it's you have to have just <laughs> no direction to make a bad documentary. But I thought it was a really well done documentary. Uh, just understanding the life of Mr. Rogers, man, was really really cool, and understanding where he came from, how he got in kind of the TV business, and how he convey messages. Um, to children and even to families of, of these crises that were happening throughout the world uh, was very interesting. And I, I thought it was great. Really well done. I, I think one of the most interesting ones was after the Kennedy assassination, literally the um, little Daniel, the tiger is handing something to one of the ladies. I forgot what her name was. And he's just like, what's assassination? And I'm thinking, this is a show for kids. I, yeah. I, it's yeah. just crazy how he could just throw that in there. He didn't pander to kids. He didn't treat them like they were, you know, less of anything. He treated them like normal human beings. And geez, yeah. I, I, will, it, I, will say, was... I will say it's a little bit slow in some areas, but it's just like, it's still you have that warm, fuzzy feeling the whole time. Yeah. And it, yeah, at least I was talking to a friend about this. Uh, it was yesterday. It, you leave the movie wanting to be a better person. Oh, 100%. And I think that's the, the message that I uh, want you to be my neighbor was really focusing on 
And just, man, <laughs> like his son said in the movie, he was like the second Christ. <laughs> oh, he was. He was I, like, I literally. He's like, it's hard being the son of the second Christ, basically. I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> Dude, like I was thinking about it. As soon as we get to heaven or, you know, wherever that is, you're going to see God. You'll probably see Jesus. He'll be in there. And then Fred Rogers just right there, right in third place. A close third. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he was a great guy. So really I, was. I'm going to give the doc. I'm going to give Won't You Be My Neighbor. And I think everyone should see it. Um, I think most. And what was really cool about the movie is we were the youngest people in there. I've never been to a theater filled with that many elderly people. I mean, easily, those those elderly people were over 65. I don't think anybody was younger than 65 besides us. I agree. Yeah. Um, and that was, that, I, was, that was cool to see. I really liked that. I did, too. It just kind of goes to show how impactful he was for, you know, even people that, like, raised our parents. Yeah. How much he affected their kids and their homes and – you know, as I'm wiping away my tears and I see older ladies wiping away their tears, I'm like, all right, you know, we've got some common ground here. Fred Rogers, who would have thought? You're, you're, you're right at home. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so, yeah, great movie. And you gave it an A+, plus, didn't you? A+. Plus. I think it's great. Everyone's got to go see it. I, I'm debating on whether to put Infinity War or this one as my number one for the year. But we'll, we'll find out come December. When, what I, when, that, where, where when, when that time arrives. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, go see uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Great, great movie. Uh, so, episode 10. So, today, we're going to give our top 10 favorite movies of all time. Yes. Now, Keeks, I don't know if you had a hard time putting this list together. I was kind of struggling. What I did is I put down a list of my favorite movies that I've watched, you know, and um, about, you know, what I love about the Sweet Fit Talk is roughly a year and a half ago to watch more movies, to expand my view of movies. And last summer, all the movies that we watched, we watched a great list, a great number of movies. And I got summer on my top 10, but it's a t- tough list to make. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I mean, you think about it and just all of the hundreds of movies that we've seen throughout our lives and trying to pick the best spot for a lot of them is it was hard. It was a hard pick. Yeah, it is. Cause that's what I love about movies as well. Film is everyone has a different opinion about a movie. Like, yes. like my favorite movie could be a movie that you're just like, meh, like don't really care. I would never watch that again. You know what I mean? Oh, and, of course. That's why that's why movies are so fun to talk about because someone may seem and see something and connect with it differently than another person. And so that's a quick little disclaimer and heads up about our favorite movies is we recognize that there are better movies out there than what's on our list, but these are these these are movies that have impacted us, have just entertained us and you know have some memory attached to it. So that's why they're, you know, our favorites of all time. No, I, I definitely agree. It's been, you know, it's 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 hard to decide and it's hard to put them in there, but uh, we're ready. We're ready yeah. to do this. All right. So, so start us off. I'll start us off. So what we're going to do is we're going to go 10 through 6. I'll go 10 through 6. And then Kamik will go 10 through 6. And then I'll go 5 through 2. Kamik will go 5 through 2. And then we'll we'll get off our, our number ones. Yeah. So at my number 10, right off the bat, 
is School okay. of Rock. Oh. I think this movie is so funny. And as we talked about at the last pod about Robert, Robert Downey Jr. being just the perfect person for Iron Man, I feel the same way with Jack Black. He is perfect for this movie, for this lead. No, oh, it's like it's almost like the movie was specifically when they were. Did he? No, Mike White wrote it. I think I don't remember who else. Oh, and Jack Black. I think they both wrote it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he must have written the the script with himself in mind because it's just. It's oh, so I'm sh- I'm sure. <laughs> but I feel like School of Rock is so just good. It's really funny and it's just original. Um, yeah. Coming in at number nine, I know we're going to talk about this movie later. Is Drive. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Drive. I loved Drive. Watched it for the first time uh, last summer. Uh, was really floored by it. And just Ryan Gosling is slowly becoming one of my favorite actors of all time. He's in a lot of great films. So Drive at number yeah. nine. And number eight is a little bit similar to Drive is Collateral. Oh my gosh. Okay, so just so everyone knows, I don't know any of these of his, and he's finding out mine for the first time too. So, man, Collateral is a ride and a half. It is. And what I love about Collateral is you have Tom Cruise as the bad guy. He yeah. He's always, he's never the bad guy. And I think he plays a great, you know, villain. Kind of a bad dude. And Jamie Foxx has a wonderful performance. And it's just, I remember... Um, I was looking to, you know, expand the view of movies and I was watching a Chris Stuckman review of his A plus movies and he gave collateral an A plus and he loved it. And I was like, man, I didn't check this out. So I wrote a list and a few months later I was free one. Night. I was like, all right, what, what movie am I watching? I pulled up my list and I saw collateral. And I was like, let's watch this. And I loved it. Watched it that night. And just the, the view of Los Angeles is just a great movie. So I watched it soon after. Yeah, I remember you telling me, and then I was like, "All right, I gotta watch it." Yeah, it's it's a it's a sweet movie. So Drive and Collateral a little bit similar, but they're different in a sense. Um, the Goonies is number seven. <laughs> yes, love the Goonies. We talked oh, about this. Oh, I love it. Earlier in a pod, this is one of the movies that has impacted me because it's always been playing on in my in my household, and it's just a fun family film. So number seven, The Goonies. And then number six is The Matrix. Oh, my gosh. Was last year the first time you had seen it? So that's funny because I had seen so many clips of it. You know what I mean? Uh, Just all like the blue, red pill, Morpheus, um, just a lot of the, you know, fight scenes that occur. But last year was the first time I watched it from start to finish. And almost he he who shall not be named ruined it. The the viewing. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, the Matrix is so cool. I mean, like I said, I've seen you know the showdown between Neo and Agent Smith there towards the end at the subway. But this mm-hmm. movie is just such a watchable movie. It's so cool and it's iconic. Um, so yeah, the Matrix coming at number six. And I actually watched the Matrix Reloaded because I've seen clips of that after the Matrix. I didn't think the Matrix Reload was that bad. I mean, it wasn't necessary to have a sequel, but true. I still thought I still thought the Matrix Reload was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, I, I so don't that's mind my. I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
it's it's okay. Like uh, I haven't seen Revolutions. So I don't know if I want to watch that. <laughs> I still need to. Get I to haven't that. either. But the Matrix is the Matrix is sweet. It's just what a film. It is. Keanu it Reeves. Really is. Keanu Reeves, man. John Wick. Oh, just John. Can I, I, you know, I'm. The Matrix itself as a movie is great, but the John Wick series is just going to eclipse the whole Matrix series. Oh my gosh. I love that the John Wick third one is called Parabellum, Prepare for War. Oh my gosh, right. So just, cool. Oh, can't wait to review that one. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's hit I, it. Let's hear it. My number 10 is The Lion King. Ooh. I had, growing up, I had a Simba, I had a Simba stuffed animal, sleeping bag, uh, piggy bank, I guess, lion bank or cub bank. <laughs> Because, you know, he's a little little kid, little guy. And it's just such an iconic movie from my childhood. I remember watching it all the time. I I guess I used to call my little sister Allie Cactus Butt because of some reference in the movie. I don't remember that at all. But from family videos, I used to call her that. And it just helped shape my childhood. And just one of my – just such a great watch, even now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Iconic. I wonder, how, I wonder how the live action will be. We'll see. But love I'm excited that. for that. Love an animated number... film in your top ten. Yeah. Oh, dude, and number nine is Akira. Oh. So following up Lion King, I got another animated. Um, Akira's just so gosh, shapes so much for anime, for animated films. It's iconic. It's a it's pretty graphic, pretty crazy, but it's so cool, man. If you guys have seen the movie Chronicle, it's follows basically akira almost not not beat for beat but they're they're pretty similar in a lot of ways so chronicle a lot of movies made have been uh got a lot of inspiration from akira it's great really good anime watch hmm. holds up really really well. don't watch the dub version it's horrible oh watch never, never watch dub movie. versions ever so true we'll say it time and time again on this pod don't do it yeah um number eight for me is halloween Oh, I knew it. I was waiting for a horror. I it's it's so it's fun to watch. It's great. Jamie Lee Curtis, I think it was her first film. Um, they there was no spe- specification of the mask, so they just went to a drugstore and bought a random uh, gosh, what's his name? Um, the first captain from Star Trek. I forget his name, and it's gonna hmm. drive me crazy. Um, but anyways, they bought a mask of him, of Captain Kirk, and slapped it on the dude, and <laughs> that's it. That's where they got the mask, just at a drugstore. So, it's iconic. It's such a good, it's just such, such a good thriller, good horror. The score is amazing. John Carpenter did great, obviously, with it. He's just a master of horror as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch Halloween now and prep for the new one. I'm in. Oh, I'm so excited for I, the new one. Like I said, I my heart is open to horror, but it's it's a cracked the the door is cracked, you know, but it's open. We're about to bust it's letting it in air. <laughs> we're we're gonna do it. We'll do it. Hopefully. Um, number, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> number seven is Terminator Two. Judgment Day. Terminator Two is oh, it's so Ooh. good. It's 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 seriously just the pinnacle 
of action films from the 80s and 90s. Just all of it. You've got Arnold. You've got just a great female lead. The villain is crazy. The T-1000 and the ending just warms your little heart. I I, I need to confess something. I still have not seen Terminator 2 start to finish. Uh, that's, Dan Dan would be disappointed. He, I know Dan would be disappointed. I might just drive up to Heber as soon as possible and just go watch it. Oh, I, I watched it at Dan's house the first time with Todd, and I think <laughs> Gabe Jolly was there too, and I loved it. I I loved it so much. That's so sweet. Uh, yeah, I've seen. That's another movie I've like. I've seen clips of. Uh, but my my dad loves Terminator too. I know that. I know it's just it's one of the greatest action packed movies. Oh, it's one of the greatest sequels of all time ever made, too. Yeah. And now that James Cameron has the rights back, he's going to – hopefully we can get a, a proper follow-up. Oh, for sure. So is, is, that your, is that your number six? That's number seven. Number six okay. is The Breakfast Club. Oh, this is – yeah, gosh. There's a few in your in here, Keeks, I have not seen. Breakfast Club, I've got it, so we can watch it whenever we want. Um, It's just – it's the great – the greatest eighties film made of all time. In my opinion, it's just, it takes the, the high school cliches, mixes them around. You've got someone from each kind of group and you watch them interact with each other the whole time and kind of grow together and become closer. And it's, it's just so cool to see that relation. And then don't you forget about me is one of the greatest songs to ever be put in a film with that film. They, they go together like PB and J. Oh, just a great combo, Pam Beasley and Jim. <laughs> can't you really can't ask for for anything more? You can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Breakfast Club and Halloween, those are two two must sees, and of course Akira. Wow. Yes. There's yes, yes, yes. Three out of your man, three out of your five already have just been ones I haven't seen. Or six, oh, do- or four. Yeah. Gosh. We'll, we'll we'll keep going too. I we I'm excited to see what are your what's your five through two. All right, so number five is the movie Warrior. Wow, have you seen this? I've never seen it. I've heard oh. from everyone that I need to watch it. Oh my gosh, it is it is. This is a movie that I I teared up in, and really? it's it came out in 2011, and this was a time when MMA was super popular. So, uh-huh. I mean, it had a little MMA flavor to it, uh, but it's a story about uh, two brothers, and one brother went off with um, their mom, and their dad was a t- total drunk. Um, I mean, they, they got he got divorced with their mom, and their mom ended up getting sick, uh, passing away. I mean, this family is just totally broken, and so there's so many scenes of just really hard-to-swallow dialogue between uh the two brothers and the sons with their dad because the dad is trying to make amends i mean he's he's like a thousand days sober um he's really trying to improve trying to connect with um his sons and it's just a really really cool just really man it, it, it really does hit at home and tom hardy does a great job um in his performance and especially the dad i mean there's one scene uh in the hotel room and if you guys haven't seen it, a little spoiler, but uh, Tom, Tom Hardy just tells his dad, like, F off. Like, I, where was this dad back when I was younger? And they're at this uh, Grand Prix tournament, and he goes back to the hotel room, and 
his dad just drinks and drinking all these bottles and then he like lays him down on the bed and he's like holding him and it's just like whoa so wow warrior is really good and the fight scenes are cool but the best part about the movie is the dialogue and just how how real it is so that's number five if you guys have not seen warrior i highly recommend it get some tissues (laughs) it's good uh number four for me is uh back to the future oh oh man some marty mcfly this this movie is just so fun this is another movie that was always playing um in my house growing up and just 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 an all-time classic i think this is one of the best movies ever made just a really fun story about time travel and just repairing things in the past and making sure everything's all right. So I, I think it's awesome. Just what a fun, what a fun ride back to the future is. It really is. It's it, like you said, it's one of the best movies ever made all time. Such uh, a fun watch. Oh it, it is. So, and I, I really like the second one and the third one too, but uh, I, I feel like the number one, the first one's the best one for me. Uh, I know, I know a lot of people like the second one a little bit more than the first one, but I, first one takes the cake. And then number three is Spider-Man 2. I wow. love Spider-Man 2. I know and... you love it. I did not know you loved it this much, though. Oh, yeah, dude. So I know we talked about it in the last pod, how we think X-Men 2 and Spider-Man 2 are some of the best uh, superhero ma- movies made. Like, I clearly understand that Dark Knight is a better movie than Spider-Man 2, but I'm more of a Spider-Man fan. Love me some mm-hmm. Batman, though. And I thought Spider-Man 2 is, for the time it came out, it has aged well. I think the CGI still holds up. And the train scene with Doc Ock is so, it's intense and it just moves well. And there's only one villain. That's that's another positive. Yeah. I mean, you have some callbacks to Green Goblin uh, with with Harry, but there's very few. But, and and then just... He's always fighting himself, like, with uh, Mary Jane. Does he want to be Spider-Man anymore? And I think there's just some internal conflict that's, that's really, um, really sweet that, that explores that. So Spider-Man 2 is a good movie. It's cheesy, yes, but that's what I want from a superhero movie. Yeah. No, it's, 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 but it's not campy. You know, it's, it, it, it's pretty grounded. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's, oh, yeah. It's it, explore, it explores kind of like, an older Spider-Man too. Like he's in college, he's moved out. Uh, yeah. So love Spider-Man too, dude. Fun watch. And then star Wars coming in at number two. Wow. Uh, which one, which one empire strikes back. I feel like that's feel like that's the best, uh, star Wars. I think the most entertaining as we talked about before is revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I think that's the most entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I would even go for me. Most entertaining is force awakens. Oh I'd yeah. Love awakens. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Force Awakens and uh, Ridge of the Sith are two most entertaining for sure. I wouldn't disagree with you on that one. Empire yeah. Strikes Back is entertaining, of course, but I feel like the acting, the story, uh, is really top notch for Star Wars. And this it's is just a movie. I mean, Star Wars. You can rewatch it all the time. So so true. That's my uh, five through two. All right. So here's my number five. This one was I knew this was going to be on the list. I just had to figure out where I was going to put it, and it's Spy Kids. No way. I <laughs> Are you loved, serious? I love it. I loved Spy Kids 
I still love it's so cheesy and it's just typical like it like I I seriously remember for years pretending that like my Game Boy was like their tracker thing or I'd be in my basement like pretending to beat up thumb like thumb thumbs oh thumb thumbs dude (laughs) it was they were just so it's just such a fun watch just the first one the rest of them are actually number two isn't bad number three's bad number four I didn't even realize existed till like a couple years ago shark boy and lava girl Oh, um, which one yeah. is the one that Elijah Wood pops up and he dies like right? Number three. Is that That's number the three? One. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because I remember I was like, oh, it's Frodo. And then I was like, what? He, he's <laughs> dead already. <laughs> it's so true. I, I love that Spy Kids is number five for you. That's awesome. It's it it's honestly, it's just such it's such a good watch as a kid. Like I'm going to I remember just watching it and being so engulfed in the story and, and just. I mean, I pre- I pretended to be one for years. Yeah. I thought it was so good. Is that Antonio Banderas? He's in that, yep. right? He's the dad. Mm-hmm. He is. And then Carla Gugino, Gugino, or however you say your last name, is the mom. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Um, number four. You had this on your list, actually. But for me, this was my favorite movie of, like, in teenage years. Like, probably between, like, the ages of, like, 10 and 15, A School of Rock. Mm, yes. Let's go. Number it's four. I love it. The soundtrack is great. The acting is great. The story of it's great. And then, like, I, I learned the handshake. I still know the handshake that he does with the, with the Asian kid. And <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's iconic. Just the, Ned Schneebly. Do we need to say Ned, more? <laughs> Mr. Schneebly. Yes. 100% agree. Um, Number three is A New Hope. Mm. I, mean, I can pop that bad boy in and, and watch it whenever. I've done it several times. We have a, Actually, I have both Spy Kids and A New Hope on VHS, so I'm more than likely to pop either one of those in this weekend, probably on a rush of nostalgia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, love that. I mean, like, it's the OG. I think it's great. I love it. And yeah. I've talked about it so much that I think everyone already knows I love A New Hope. But number two for me is The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Yes. Story-wise, you know a movie is good when you're when when the villain is relatable. You're sitting there, and there's specific moments where the Joker is like, I kidnap a bus, and no one bats an eye. But the moment I like kidnap or threaten to kill the mayor, everyone loses their minds. And it's like, that's so true. I mean, something, you know, like maybe there's like a bus crash and like, you know, some people die in it. And it's like, Oh, it's sad. Now on to other news, breaking news. The mayor is like being held hostage and stuff. It's like, it's one dude compared to a bunch of people. Well, why should there be a difference? So there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, ethical dilemmas brought up. The cinematography is amazing. The direction is top notch. Heath Ledger is amazing. Christian Bale is great as Batman. Uh, he's pretty good as Bruce Wayne. I actually kind of prefer Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, to be very mm-hmm. honest. Whoa. But hot take. It's 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 so good. Oh, it's so the rewatchability is great. It's oh. so tight and tense. Oh yeah, that I mean, The Dark Knight is just it's a class. And what I think is great about that whole trilogy. Is Christopher Nolan just resurrected Batman? I mean, we look at those mid late nineties of Batman Forever, 
Batman and Robin. Oh my gosh, yeah, those true. are so cringeworthy bad, but they're so funny. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. It's... And so he made just the Batman movies that we all wanted and we all we all needed, you know? Yes. Exactly. And, and it was a different type of spin-off like it wasn't it wasn't like necessarily fake. It was like, oh, this is this could this could maybe happen. You know what I mean? Like obviously it's a little bit fantasized. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he keeps it. Nolan keeps all of the movies very grounded. To like, yeah. these are people who you know, with the right resources, could become, you know, a, any any of the characters. Yeah, Dark Knight is awesome. That's a, definitely one of my favorite movies. I easily could have put that in my top ten, but you know, it's in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, love that. So number one. Uh, for me, as everyone already knows, is Lord of the Rings, but it's Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Whoa, so, wait, really? Yeah, so I back in movies was Return to me because like that was the end of the trilogy. It was one of the first three hour movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, those those two are neck and neck for me. And I really, I love the tw- the two towers like that one's also great, but the fellowship just edges out Return of the King because it's the start of the story. Um, we have the fellowship is together throughout. I mean they're having this journey throughout Middle Earth to get Frodo to Mordor, and there's not a lot of side stories. I mean you essentially just have two storylines. You have Saruman and you have um, the fellowship coming together and journeying together. And then as you get into Two Towers and Return of the King, you have some other storylines, which I don't really hate by no means. Of course not. But I like just a narrow focus of the Fellowship and Saruman and some of the conflicts that occur on the road. And you're introduced to the heroes. And Peter Jackson, as I mentioned before, just does such a great job of just capturing Middle Earth. I mean, you feel like you're in Middle Earth. And it's just such... A rewatchable movie. I mean, I would always rewatch this movie with my brother when I would go visit him in Logan, and I still watch it all the time. I, I'd watch it twice a year. I always try to get to it. So, oh. num- number one is Fellowship, and the soundtrack. Soundtrack is, is amazing, magnificent. Yes, and you feel feel like you're in the Shire, dude. So, forever and ever, Lord of the Rings will always be number one. I never see that ever being replaced. I and it shouldn't. I I, I expect it to never change. No, I don't think it will. Like, our, I think our top ten will change maybe in five years. Number one will always be cemented. Yeah, that, that's for me too. My number one, probably everyone knows, and probably you knew, it's Drive. The, the, oh. the whole, the whole story, every just all the emotion captured, the the shots of of Driver. You he doesn't he has he has hardly. You just can feel the desires that he has to be a hero. You can feel the desires that he has to be a good person and mm-hmm. watch the journey unfold of him becoming that and becoming a hero and being unselfish is just such a, such a ride. The The villains are, are, are menacing, but grounded. The, I mean, it's kind of funny when it came out, it was kind of advertised like this, you know, hype, like high paced, uh, action film, but it's really not. It's it's very 
There's some good dialogue. There are just some great moments with the soundtrack that really captures the essence of the film. And Los Angeles is just a second character to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Some of the some of the shots of Los Angeles and Drive is so cool. True. It's very, it's, very true. It's unreal. Also, I need to redeem myself. In one of the later earlier pods, I said Minas Tadith. That is totally wrong. It's Minas Tirith. So um <laughs> I know I know a lot of Lord of the Rings fans are probably gonna rebuke me, but I had to, you know, had to give forgiveness. We we got you and we we, yeah. love, we love that. Yeah. I, I still love my Lord of the Rings. I don't know all the ins and outs, but I just know it's great. But yeah, We're, I love that drive is your number one so let's recap real quick so okay. not we'll go 10 through six then yeah we'll get through it number 10 was school rock for me number nine drive eight collateral seven the goonies six the matrix uh five warrior four back to the future three spider-man two two star wars empire strikes back and number one fellowship of the ring lord of the rings okay great my number 10 is the lion king followed by akira number eight is halloween Number seven is Terminator 2. Number six is Breakfast Club. Number five is Spy Kids. Number four is School of Rock. Number three is A New Hope. Number two is The Dark Knight. And number one is Drive. Man. Yeah, your first, uh, your last four of your first five I have not seen. So I'm, I'm definitely going to get to those. Promise. Okay. We'll we'll get to all of them. I gotta see Warrior. I know point, but I don't know if it's there anymore. It's on. It's yeah. It's actually on Hulu. I really recommend Warrior. It's so good. You might have to if 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 your sweet fiance hasn't seen that. I recommend watching that. I think she would like it. I'll talk with Becky. Yeah, planned. Um. So yeah, what a great pod episode ten. We we made it to ten double digits. Um. So yeah, next pod is gonna be sweet. Try to get Jay Ren on here. Um. Talk sports, and we're gonna see skyscraper this weekend. So it's been a been a fun week yeah it has our most anticipated movie of the year is coming up this week so <laughs> we're, it we're, is. super super excited to catch that one and once the again, rock cap see won't you see my neighbor check out our top tens of all time and we will be and, seeing you guys on the next one yeah and we invite you guys to make a top 10 favorites you know and hold on to it maybe in a year revisit it and see what uh what can be replaced what can even go up so all right well sweet keeks enjoy the day listeners we'll, we'll catch you later all right sweet sweet <laughs>